0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Revive Us Now podcast. I am your host, Steve Gray, and so glad that you're with us because we are going to talk about what do you do if you find out your life is in trouble? You're in trouble before God, or you're in trouble before your boss, or you're in trouble in your marriage. Uh, what do you do, if you're, especially if you are, are a believer and a follower of Jesus, and even though you, I'm going to talk to you about what you should do, you're going to think and look around and realize most people do nothing, and that's what we're going to talk about today. What do you do? If your life is in trouble. Next to me is J.D. King. He's author and uh, preacher, author, and pastor at World Revival Church. And he's got a couple of books with him we talked about on the other podcast, particularly uh, this one. He sent his word and healed them. And uh, you can go to... uh, stevegraypodcast.com, and there'll be a link. Is revive Us right? Now
1: podcast. Oh, no. Revive Us Now,
0: yeah. Yep. I have too many yeah, exactly. dot .coms so many is what I going have. going on. Yeah. yeah, I was just, they were telling me about another one I've had for 20 years, yeah. uh, and I've never been there, because so it's just sitting there. <laughs> it's just sitting there with nothing. But anyway, uh, yeah, what is it again?
1: Revive Us Now podcast.
0: Yeah, Revive Us Now podcast. That's the one that goes here, and or there'll be a link. The Resurgent
1: Store is JD's yeah. link too. Yeah.
0: So. so and you can get those there's a lot more books uh, to go to go to there. So we're going to talk today if your life's in trouble we're going to go to Luke chapter 16. Of course I love the book of Luke. I teach uh, so many times over the years around the world. Uh, and this and we're going to go to a parable. It's right in that same area of the lost sheep and the lost you know son and all that kind of stuff. So here we have Uh, two translations. This is NIV and this is uh, what's becoming very popular in our church, um, the Passion Translation of the Bible. And uh, so when you go to the Passion Translation of the Bible, uh, we're going to see this and and he put uh, the dishonest manager at the top. Dishonest manager. The uh, NIV puts the parable of the shrewd manager. Okay, so there's both of them. It's a great one. Now, if you're If you've been going to church a lot of your life, I'm sure you heard the parable of the lost sheep, lost coin, and certainly you heard the parable of the lost son or the prodigal son. You know that. It's been an evangelism and all that. But what about this one? The parable of a shrewd manager or dishonest manager, which we're talking about. So I'll I'll head on over to Zion. Oh, I didn't even say you were here yet, did I? I'm
1: here. (laughs) Only J.D. and I are here. But yeah,
0: this is Zion Vieira. He's here with us. What about that? Whenever you... Came across that, and you've been—you grew up in church. Right, yeah. Did you ever hear get this explained to you? I know since you've been here, you have. but right. Tell me about go. it.
1: Growing up, no, I uh, never heard of that. Of course, you mentioned the prodigal son, and you heard that hundreds of thousands of times. <laughs> yeah. you know? Especially in youth group, you hear that. You know. But uh, no, I, I never really heard a lot of teachings. I don't. I can't recall hearing a single teaching on uh,
0: Luke 16. I and guess this, uh, uh, you could speculate why. Yeah. Because you I mean, know it yeah.
1: now. You read and you're like, what is Jesus? Why is he promoting a dishonest man? Yeah. You know, when I read it personally before coming here and uh, taking the theology of Luke class, I was like, this is kind of strange. Yeah. Well, you know, this doesn't seem mm-hmm. like Jesus to promote this. So what's actually going on here Yeah, was the question
0: that I had. And I think it's cool, too, And the parable of the lost son or the prodigal son, Mm -hmm. Uh, everybody, that's the one they preach. And the very first line in that parable says, there was a man who had two sons, yeah, and the second well, one the never side. gets a headline. He <laughs> yeah. never, he never right. he, he's never in the story, and you keep reading. It's the same way with this parable in Luke sixteen. Right, right. That. So, um, so JD, what do you think? I mean, here I lo- we, you and I, and we all three, we really like the passion because yeah. it does. It's a very passionate writing of the sure. yeah, yeah. Bible. However, uh, I would trip over if I didn't know this. If I thought. Mm-hmm. It says here the, the dishonest manager, and then we know later uh, the the boss commends him. Mm-hmm. And I would walk away thinking the boss is going to command his dishonesty. Yeah, yeah, got any thoughts on that?
2: Well, I mean, obviously those are always interpretive lines. I mean, every time we read a Bible, usually the, any headlines are you know uh, are are from the translators, or so you know they're never necessarily reflecting the actual message of this text and. I mean, I do think it's fascinating. You know, is it, is it a shrewd manager? Is it a dishonest manager? I don't. know. Shrewd seems more interesting. I mean, if they're dishonest, why would we want to learn from them? Sure. I mean, right. But a shrewd one. Okay, a shrewd person has some, you know, some innovation, has some some insight. Maybe, maybe they don't always have the best motives, but they're trying to find a way to make something work. And obviously, we're going to find out that Jesus commends him for something. And yeah. And so, you know, I think that that's interesting.
0: Yeah. Well, let's just. Walk, I'll put this one over since we're not going to use dishonest today. We're going <laughs> to we're going to go with the shrewd because I know I think it fits so much better. So here's what happened. So uh, this uh, rich man put a manager over all these things, True. and and uh, it comes around and the the manager is uh, found wasting his possessions, is what this says, and that's pretty good. He just mm-hmm. uh, not he's just not he's not really being dishonest, I don't think, he's just wasteful, right. he's not a good not a manager, good or he's right. lazy, Yeah, wasteful and lazy, okay, mm-hmm. so that's, to me, that's not really being dishonest, that's just being wasteful and lazy, sure. he's not a good manager, right. Ta- maybe taking advantage of his boss or whatever, right. yeah. and somehow then, uh, the boss manager finds out about it, mm-hmm. and when he finds out about it, then so does the, the worker. The manager finds out about it too and says, uh, I'm in trouble. Uh, and and he, he has to go into the manager, the worker there, who's taking care of things and not doing a good job. He has to go in and make an account to the manager of this. And the, he says, give an account of your management. What's this I hear? I like that line. What do I hear about you? I'm hearing stuff about you. And now you've messed up, you've handled things wrong. Uh, and so you can 't be the manager anymore right, okay, right. so that 's basically it mm-hmm. you could You could teach uh, the whole thing on that, apply it to what was happening in Jesus' day, and right. you could apply it to what 's happening in our day because mm-hmm. that 's kind of how I feel uh, right. with, without being critical um, I feel like there 's a lot of poor management happening right, sure. in the church today, correct by sincere people I mean, who who doesn't say that this guy doesn't love people right. uh, or something like that. It's, that. it's just poor management to mm-hmm. understand. We have this whole book given to us by God to help guide our lives, and it's very, it's very seldom being preached by, by uh, some great preachers. Yeah, <laughs> They're good, right. good preachers. They really can lay out a good lesson. Mm-hmm. Right. But uh, just like we talked about on the other, other podcast, it turns out it's not even about Jesus and it's not uh, directed towards the first audience, which were right. the Jews. And then we apply it to our church after that. So it's more uh, self-centered yeah. principles, building up yourself, lowest, mm-hmm. talking about low self-esteem, yeah. trying to build that up and not getting to the core of what this is really about. So the first thing we want to do is understand the context of it. And the context of it is Jesus is giving a clue that the religion, and so are we in our day, mm-hmm. that the religious leaders of his day were being wasteful. Right. They weren't yeah. managing the synagogue or managing the temple or managing the Judaism, yeah. even though they were the managers, they mm-hmm. were the Pharisees, right. the Sadducees, the rabbis, and, and all the people. They weren't managing what they'd been given well. Right. right. Well, what does God do or what does Jesus do? What, what is the thing? Well... Uh, call he, him to he, account. I mean, yeah, he's yeah. going to call them to account, and probably what's going to happen, they're going to be... be fired. Yeah, they're going to be out of a job. Yeah. In fact, there's a, a good parable on that, isn't it? He, uh, the, the owner of a vineyard comes, mm-hmm. and uh, at and the end of it says, I'm going to take the vineyard away from you, mm-hmm. and I'm going to give it to somebody else right. that will produce fruit. Yeah. Right. So the problem... In their religion of that day was poor managers, they weren't producing fruit or they weren't handling things right. right. And that's the problem we have today. We've got a lot of preachers that are trying to help other people. I think they're sincerely trying to help them, sure. but they're part of the problem because nobody gets, in, nobody gets better. Right. You know, if you're, if you're telling them, just hang on another week... Yeah. Uh, and they come back next week. They they hung on. They didn't quit going to church. Sure. Uh, and that's good. I'd rather that than, than quit. Mm-hmm. But they still come back the same person, not changed. Yeah. And that would be the lesson I think Jesus would. He he would transform them, you know, take them up to the mountain of transfiguration, right. yeah. <laughs> you know, and get them changed. But anyway, so, so anyway, uh, he gets caught and he gets fired. Okay. Now, remember what I... Talked about when we came into this, we said, uh, you, what do you do if your life's in trouble? whatever, on whatever, In your marriage life or your Christian life between you and God, what do you do? So, um, so the manager does the same thing that maybe people are doing or listening. He says, what do I do now? Right, so right. all of a sudden, you, you get in a fight with your wife or husband, and then you realize, man, my marriage is a lot worse than I thought it was, <laughs> which uh, since I'm all with you guys... That happens to a lot of men over over a year. What? My marriage is a lot. I thought my marriage was okay. It's in a lot worse shape. What do I do now? So my master, (laughs) yeah, run the vacuum. My master is taking away my job. And then he knows himself. Uh, He says, I I don't want to dig. I'm not strong enough to dig, and I'm ashamed to beg. What am I going to do and so at that point, some people think he, he does get dishonest. As mm-hmm. we said, the passion gave us dishonest. But I think he's just clever. He For knows sure. he's a man. I don't know what he expected from his master, but from the people. So what did he do? He got people that were, who owed money to his master, mm-hmm. and he went and he changed the bill. He right. lowered the amount right. they owed. Right. Now, at that point, uh, like I said, people think. He's being dishonest, right. uh, and I don't think so. Right. This is what I think. Let's back up for a minute. I hope you guys don't mind me no, no. teaching you guys. Sure. Yeah. You, you know a lot. Of, you know, you know, you've heard me teach it, but I'll use you as the the, uh, the <laughs> studio audience in yeah, the congregation. I'll just teach a second to you. but Okay, so that's what they think. He was being dishonest, but mm-hmm. we know... In a little bit, he's going to be commended, and it's hard to commit dishonesty. Right, correct. Co- do that to commend dishonesty, which you've already said. So anyway, he goes, and t- sometimes he cut it in half, or he takes some. And say you don't know that much in this. So let's just cut to the chase here. What is he up to? Sure. Why is he doing that? Do you guys know the yeah, answer? I think I know. I mean cuz he, he, he got not,
2: paid from the you know, portion of their what they gave sure. and so he just basically said I'm cutting my portion off I'm yeah, yeah.
0: cuz a tax collector we don't realize you know tax collectors were not well liked in the Jewish sure, community yeah. but the reason being is they collected the tax that you owed and then but so. they could yes they got to they got to set <coughs> they got to set their rates sure <coughs> excuse me yeah. so they would set the rate as high as they could get and so they'd go pay Rome or they'd pay the temple tax or whatever and then anything they could get off the top they got to keep for themselves so tax collectors were pretty wealthy and so they were hated because Rome would back them up whatever they said so So if a tax collector decided, like Zacchaeus, wanted Mm -hmm. to go back and pay it back to everybody, he wasn't paying them back with Rome's money. He was paying them back with his own money that he charged and and whatever level he did. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I think J.D.'s right. Uh, He went back and took his profit and crossed it out. So he's not cheating the master, master, and that's why the master's not mad at him for doing it. Correct. And it was a pretty smart move. So he went mm-hmm. and he crossed it out. He says, Look, I'm going to cross this one out, this one out. Now you only owe this amount. Sure. But he took his profit and crossed it out, not the master's profit. Yeah. And so he gets commended for that. Mm-hmm. Now, so when he did that, Zion, so when he did that, how do you think the other people that the master, that they owed money, the people owed money. Sure. So you take you and you owe somebody some money. Yep. And this guy comes along and says, I want to tell you something. I can cut your bill in pretty half. good. Yep. Okay. So you like I'm that. pretty happy. Yeah. Yeah. You're pretty I mean, that, happy. Yeah, your bill's cut me. in half. Yep. How do you feel about that guy? He says, I can do this I'm for you. I'm grateful
1: for him. I'm thankful that he did that. And uh, mm-hmm. I want to, I guess I'll honor him. Yeah. <laughs> you honor me him. Out you run home. You tell your wife, this yep. is
0: great. We got a little yeah, extra, yeah. we got a lot of extra money yeah. now. Right. And so you like the guy. Sure. So he has found, you like the extra money and he found favor in your sight. Yep. All right, so the reason you don't have this taught hardly is because people don't get it. They sure. don't get that part. They think he stole or he was dishonest or uh, whatever. And, and so then he changed it and he got commended because now he's popular, which he might not have been popular right. with those people that yep. they owed money to. He's popular now. Mm-hmm. Right. And smart, shrewd, because now <clears throat> the, man, the, the master gets what he was going to get anyway. Right, right. And the manager, who was a poor manager, doesn't get what he was going to get, but he has set himself up for the future because now he just goes to those people that really like him, that he canceled their bill, and they're going to hire him. So he lost his job over here for not managing, but now he's real popular, and he sets himself up for the future, a Mm -hmm. job for the future. So it says here, the manager commended... I didn't notice it said it. <coughs> Excuse me. Over here, he's called the shrewd manager, but then the translator said the master commended this dishonest manager. Whoops. I didn't even <laughs> know it said that. Because he acted shrewdly. Uh, <coughs> well, was he shrewd or dishonest? Uh, I don't think he was dishonest because right. that money was his to do what he wanted to sure. in their culture. Sure. He char- he, Overcharged, then he undercharged and gave his Mm profit to the other creditors. And now he set himself up for the future. Right. Right. All right. And it says right here for the people, now this is, now it's ended. The parable's over. And Jesus said, the people of this world are more shrewd dealing with their own kind than are the people of the light. So he doesn't say this is our kind. Right. He just says they're more shrewd than we are. Right, right. Because when he knew his life was in trouble, he did something about Take it. Action. Right, yep. right on. What's the lesson? <coughs> excuse me. What's the lesson to the Jewish leaders or the Jews of that day? Right. What do you think it is? What could it be? Their lives are in trouble. Sure, right. They said for years, if the Messiah shows up, we're going to mm-hmm. serve, we're going to give, we're going to do whatever, we're going to believe.
1: Right.
0: Jesus the Messiah comes. Right. They're not interested, and they're not living, they're, they're wasting their lives on other things as mm-hmm. though there is no Messiah, right? right. That's it. Yep. And so how does that then, how, how do you think that, either one of you, how does that apply now as we're sitting in a church on Sunday watching yeah. people and listening to sermons? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's applicable, this thing you've been preaching for years, that
2: When you're in trouble or you're in a crisis, you gotta get up and move. You gotta run. You gotta, you know, respond in some way. I think that's part of what Jesus is getting at here. Whether he was a good man or bad man, he's commended because he actually acted when he got himself into a crisis. And I mean, that's commendable. I mean, we need to do something now if there is Mm -hmm. something before us that may threaten us. I mean, we can't just sit back.
0: So, Zion, if I ask you, can you think of anybody that have to say their names. <laughs> anybody <laughs> that's in a marriage that JD, uh, maybe <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, yeah, yeah. anybody that's maybe going through tough times in marriage, and we don't want to know who they are, but you just sure. instantly think of somebody, okay? Okay, so now you've thought of somebody, now you can think back and realize what most people do nothing, right? They're right. probably not saying. We need to go to counseling. We need to get mm-hmm. some help. We need to talk to a pastor. We need to just get down on our knees and pray together. Sure, right. A lot easier just to fight yeah, or to be angry true. or whatever. So that's the lesson for us today. It was a the lesson them. He is revealing to the religious leaders of his day, You're, this is troublesome. Mm-hmm. You love money. You love to be seen. Right. Yeah. Uh, you love to, they made a lot of money. And all these troubling things are going on and you're gonna do nothing. You're just gonna Mm. keep going. And that's part of what we're talking about in the church, too, today. People know their lives are in trouble and they're hearing a sermon that says, Mm -hmm. just keep going the way you are. And we wanna say, no, be as shrewd as this guy. You know something's wrong in relationships to God, to people and your finances, whatever. And be as shrewd as he is. Don't be dishonest, but be as clever as he is when you realize your life is in trouble do something about right. it so while good. there's Take time. Because there's yep. a lot of stuff the Bible can help so, you with. So friends can help you with. A counselor can help you with. Whatever it is, do right. something. Yeah. Right While the tree is green, yep. yeah. do exactly. something. Yep. While the tree is green, while <laughs> yep. we're in this great season, right. do something so that God can help you become all that you need to become. So we just did a little Bible study today on a scripture that some people have no idea what it's about, but we we took it apart and put it back together so that you you can be ready for revival when the time comes, right? right So I had a great time today. Thanks for listening. Until next time, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. Push the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode and spread the word on social media. For more episodes and resources, go to reviveusnowpodcast.com. Until next time, keep on running for revival.